Mike Slater. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. Chris Slater, thanks for being here. We've got a couple more minutes here. We're, what started this conversation was uh, Ben Carson getting smeared everywhere, which is good, you know, in a way. It, they, you know, the fact that they're trying their best to to smear him is uh, is noteworthy. That means they're scared. Uh, but he said the other day the likelihood of Hitler being able to accomplish his goals would have been greatly diminished if the people had been armed. And it's 100% true. So I want to tell the story real quick of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. A story that's probably not going to be taught in schools. Because you can't mention guns in school. I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline. Like, there was some lockdown or something happened because some kid said the word gum. I didn't, I didn't read the full article. I should read that before I bring it up. But, but just to prove how uh, crazy everyone is with guns and Pop-Tarts that look like guns and uh, one kid got a letter sent home. He was suspended because he uh, made a gun with his ha- out of his hand. That's what the, that's what the letter said. He made a gun out of his hand. And you're thinking, well, that's that's not a gun. If, <laughs> how do you make a gun out of your? I mean, no, I know you make the image of a gun, but you can't make an actual gun with your hand. So why are you suspending me? Like that's so ridiculous. So everyone's lost their mind. So they can't possibly tell a story in history. That uh, where guns um, and people with guns uh, defended themselves. So Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, 1942, largest Jewish ghetto in Poland, 300,000 people, the size of Pittsburgh. And 750 of them started an uprising, fought back against the Nazis. They held out for over a month with only 100 guns. And in the end, they, they only it only ended because they ran out of ammunition. But that moment really changed the perception of, of Jews from being submissive to having the, the ability and desire uh, to fight back. Quick background. It was a couple months ago, my local show, we talked to uh, a couple, the Schindlers. They live here in San Diego. And uh, the wife, Rose, oh, they're both Auschwitz survivors. And Rose um, told us the story of when her entire family was rounded up and put on a train. And it was, it was so, it was such a strange story. It was something like, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, this is pretty close. They um, like rang the bells in the town square. So everyone came to the town square and, and there's one of the people in the town said, Everyone line up here tomorrow. We got to go on this train. And, and and then tomorrow came and everyone lined up and went on the train. And it was that simple. And, and, and Rose, she was telling the story and, and she trailed off at the end of it. And let me say, we talked for two hours. We talked for two hours on the radio and she was sharp as a tack the entire time. But the one time when her eyes sort of glazed off and looked into the distance is when she was telling this part of the story, getting on the train. 
And she trailed off and she said, I, I have no idea why no one fought back. Now, she was a little girl at the time. But she, says, I, no, she said, no one fought. Everyone went willingly. There, no one fought back. And she couldn't believe it. Even still today, she couldn't believe it. Now, she has hindsight and maybe the people in the town didn't know that, you know, exactly what was going to happen. But I mean, that still haunts her today. She's like, why did my parents not fight? try to stop it no no one there's no resistance but in the warsaw ghetto they did fight back uh, can i want to read just a, a couple diary entries here if that's okay um these are diary entries from people who were in the warsaw ghetto the faces who only yesterday reflected terror and despair now shone with an unusual joy which is difficult to describe this was a joy free from all personal motives a joy of the pride that the ghetto was fighting. And they went on to describe the German reaction when they found out that these, the Jews had guns. Uh, quote, there, there, there runs a German soldier shrieking like an insane one. The helmet on his head on fire. Another one shouts madly, Jude and Waffen, Jude and Waffen. Jews, weapons, Jews, weapons. That's what, that's, what the, that's how the Nazis reacted when they found out the Jews were going to fight back. There was a poster that someone posted in, in Warsaw. Um, it was a message from the Jewish Fighting Organization to, so these were the, um, that was the resistance, to the Christian Polish uh, resistance. And it was a message to the Christians that the Jews would never surrender. And the poster said, you have seen and will see that every doorstop in the ghetto is and will continue to be a fortress. We may all perish in the struggle, but we shall not surrender. Long live the brotherhood of weapons and the blood of fighting Poland. Long live freedom, death to the murderous and criminal occupants. Again, this is uh, Emanuel Ringelblum. I read a quote of his earlier. He was in the Warsaw Ghetto. He said in his diary, he said, whomever you talk to, you hear the same cry. The resettlement never should have been permitted. We should have run into the street, set fire to everything in sight, torn down the walls, what anything it took. And yeah, the Germans would have taken their revenge. It would have cost tens of thousands of lives, but not 300,000. Now we are ashamed of ourselves, disgraced in our own eyes. And in the eyes of the world, where our docility has earned us nothing, our submissiveness has earned us nothing. This must not be repeated now. We must put up a resistance, defend ourselves against the enemy man and child. I'll end with this. This is from... uh, Adam Sachar, he is a Holocaust historian. He said the indispensable need, uh, of course, was arms. As soon as some Jews, even in the camps themselves, obtained possession of a weapon, however pathetically inadequate, whether a rifle, an axe, a sewer cover, a homemade bomb, they used it and often took Nazis with them to death. Thus, the difference between resistance and submission depended very largely upon who is in possession of the arms that back up the will to do or die. 
Now, let me uh, be clear here. I'm not, I didn't share this story of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. Um, uh, th- this has nothing to do with, you know, preventing school shootings or something. I, I, you know, I'm not saying that America today is the same as Germany in 1938. I bring it up because when Ben Carson and others say the likelihood of Hitler being able to accomplish his goals would have been greatly diminished if the people had, had been armed and, and is mocked mocked ridiculed you know that the people doing the mocking don't want to have a conversation on its merits they resort merely to mockery and my point is that this is a conversation worth having and left wants to make it seem that ben carson is is just a dumb idiot even if he's 100% right, mockery and ridicule are the weapons of the left that they're using against Ben Carson. Luckily, to little avail. one 888 93 So last uh, Monday was Columbus Day. Columbus Day is becoming one of my favorite holidays uh, because I always forget how much some people hate it. <laughs> how much the social justice warriors just hate, hate, hate Columbus Day with a white hot hatred. And that makes me like it all the more. Uh, we'll give a more complete version of who this man was and what he did and why it is uh, a day worth celebrating. We'll do that next, brother. Mike Slater, part of the next generation of talk radio on the Blaze Radio Network.